Alright, so welcome to the rabbit hole. My name is Yasif. My name's Hitanch. And uh, this is a podcast that we just decided to start to talk about various topics that kind of interest us. And it seems that our interests are mainly in STEM. So we will be talking about topics related to science, technology, um, new theories, pretty much just nerdy stuff. And then occasionally some yeah, like pop culture stuff. Occasionally, yeah. Basically, any any new discoveries that happen, new theories, current theories, any past topics. Uh, if anyone's watching this, they can suggest any of these things to us. But we will just be talking about whatever interests us, really. So, uh, yeah. I guess a, a bit about us is uh, we we are university students, right, Hitesh? So, yeah, we're both going into our... Wow, our senior year, uh, this this coming term, and yeah, we go to McMaster University. We're both um, Bachelor of Health Science students, so I guess that's why our top, <laughs> our interests are in this uh, the field of STEM. But yeah, so in terms of like credibility, we have none. We're Zero. actually pretty dumb, <laughs> like negative credibility. But. Um, we will try our best to explain things when we talk about them to the best of our abilities. Uh, we will try to sort, uh, cite stuff and source our references uh, wherever we can. But yeah, don't, don't, don't listen to us if you're trying to learn stuff. Yeah, it's just take it with a grain of salt, right? Just like, just know yeah. at the end of the day, we are, we are big dumb. So yeah, big dumb. Big dumb. Anyway, Tanch, so... What uh, what's the topic we're diving into today? Ooh, this topic is for the first topic. We wanted to keep it super relevant, like everyone can sort of relate to it, so everyone can relate to the virus. So that's what we will be talking about today. Got to keep it ambiguous for that YouTube algorithm. Hmm, can't can't be saying the word. You know what I'm saying? No, just the virus. Yeah, uh-huh, so uh-huh. we'll be looking into a bit of a. Uh, kind of a case study right just looking into how uh, people have talked about how the virus is impacting us currently but we kind of wanted to take a different spin on it and see how it will impact us in the future how how different technologies services different social conducts have changed yeah and we wanted to start by talking about like the obvious ones and we'll get into those but we wanted to talk more so about some aspects that maybe you haven't considered that may change um, and some that I hadn't even considered before looking, um, looking into it, but yeah. So what, with your, with your vast breadth of information on viruses? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am an epidemiologist, dude. I'm also a virologist. I, so many degrees under my belt, man. I know everything. <clears throat> okay, without further ado, do you want to start? Let's just jump into it, man. So, why do you say it like education? That? <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. So, education. Yes, this is a uh, this has been a, a, f- a subject that has changed depending on the region you're in. Some people have completely shut down the education system. Some people have moved it online. Probably in the future, we'll mainly be moving online. Correct. Yeah, uh, McMaster recently, or well, our university, I think a lot of the other universities in Canada. Oh yeah, McMaster's in Canada, for all of those who don't know. Um, yeah, so a lot of Canadian universities have shifted at least their first semester of next year into um, the virtual scene. 
so yeah, we're gonna be doing more online classes, more Zoom classes. But yeah, uh, I think what this, <clears throat> like the larger umbrella topic here is that of like the virtual future and how a lot of the things that we do currently will be transitioned or have already been transitioned into the virtual world, right? And education, as you mentioned, is one of the biggest ones. Personally, Definitely. Um, yeah. Like how I many was, classes I was in... did we do last year online? Online? Uh, what do you mean? Before? Before the thing? or No, after the thing. All after of them, right? Thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all of them. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I... take in that we did like pretty much an entire semester of, and like a lot of our classes are problem-based learning for those who don't know. So it sort of, there's like an in-person component to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to think that like all of it was transitioned, I would say fairly smoothly online. It was like, it was pretty seamless. It's like in the beginning, it was a bit awkward, just like, you know, especially with presentations, like I mean, people would ask questions and stuff like that, but it was a fairly well executed transition, I would say. Yeah. It was just like super awkward in the beginning. Cause like no one would talk online and no one would have their like cameras on either and it would be muted so like i don't even think like half my class was paying attention half the time oh yeah definitely i remember at one point i was definitely not watching a youtube video <laughs> during the presentation uh, yeah, uh, yeah. pretty sure someone was playing warzone too yeah <laughs> um but yeah so anyway i think the education aspect to it and then the, i guess there's the teaching or like learning aspect to it and then there's like the work the at home work Mm -hmm. um, where a lot of the presentations, for example, are, are programs like heavily based on uh, presentations and projects. And a lot of them became online. And honestly, I don't personally, I didn't see it as an issue. But I know a lot of different people didn't like that at all. They didn't like. Yeah, the like it's, yeah. it's hard. Like, I guess, like for us, um, it was different since we we've been commuting students for our entire time, basically at McMaster. So we kind of got used to not being able to show up in person for every meeting. So having to call in or having online meetings and stuff like that. Right. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, and then also there's the aspect of like working from home. Honestly, I have always worked from home. So to me, I didn't really care. Um, but yeah, a lot of people can work at home. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Like, like a lot of people can't work from home because they're just too yeah. used to like either working at university or like whatever. Yeah. Some people it's very work is kind of dependent on the environment that they're in. Like if you train to work in a certain kind of environment, as soon as you move out of that environment, you don't like it. Like for me, I've been trained to work in my room. As soon as I go to like a library and work, I don't work as well. Right. And it's the opposite for those people that lived on res you don't work at all <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> they don't need to know that <laughs> um but yeah and i think it just okay so education is definitely one of the aspects but like another aspect where we see like a lot of this virtualization at least like something i see like very firsthand uh with the fact like my sister's in medicine and i think you see it too since you're a sister and your um mother and, and father both your parents are also no it's just, well, just just mother <laughs> um or at least your father was, right? Previously. Yeah. yeah. Um, Different country. But yeah, so medicine is another aspect that I've noticed that's really been virtualized. And so something I recently learned was that in America, Medicaid, their like insurance program, 
has allowed telehealth to be on their like to be billed on the Medicaid program, which is weird because you would have mm-hmm. expected that to exist like even before this happened, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and, from from what I from what I read, I I think the Canada was already planning on implementing it, so there was a bit more of a billing process set. I think for America, they weren't super planning on it yet, so it, it took them a while to kind of get it set up. Yeah, and then you see all these like random barriers that existed but no longer do, and it just makes you think like they were so useless to begin with. Why were they there? Like for example, you know like how doctors can only use like pagers or like certain modes of communication within the hospital or even when they're mm-hmm. doing telehealth. Um, yeah, they recently changed that to like like HIPAA in America was like oh you can use like regular stuff like FaceTime and like phone calls and stuff to do your. Um, like health advising or whatever <clears throat> which is like like why were they not allowed to do that in the first place you know what i'm saying like granted like it, it kind of makes sense with the whole thing about like having a security aspect to it but then again it's just like there has to be a certain threshold like the technology that they use can only be so behind from like what everyone else is using right pagers dude pagers yeah i, I haven't even seen a pager pagers weren't even around when, like, I, I have never seen a pager in my life. Except for in the hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah, except for in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, even, even, but even with that being said, now, like, there are, there are developed ways of creating encryptions and things like that to make these services on phones and stuff like that more secure, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, even stemming further from this, like away from medicine and like even other fields, right? Um, we look well, at. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Stop. No, 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 I'm gonna backtrack a bit. Still Ooh. staying on medicine. Ooh. You okay. don't leave until I tell you you can leave. Okay. Right? Yes. I'm sir. running. I am the captain now. Okay. 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 <laughs> but I think like there's a bit more to talk about with the the benefits of the telehealth, right? So like there would be the a thing like especially in walking clinics those would be filled with uh, patients most of the time because my mom used to work at them fairly frequently so but now with telehealth like even after the virus is over like you can kind of use it as a way to uh, I guess diagnose patients who aren't as severe so they don't have to come in person right yeah yeah and you won't have that annoying sick dude just like coughing his ass off in the waiting room like it, it, it serves both ways. It helps the doctors. Dude, like, you know what I never understood? What about the waiting room? Like, what? it's like a cesspool of humans who are sick, and you're just putting them together, like even closer and close quarters. So, it, it, like, obvi- like, do they disinfect the waiting rooms like every hour or something? Because they better. Because <laughs> like, just think about it. There's just sick people on that, like, like, in that vicinity all day. Isn't it like the chance of you getting sick even greater <laughs> if you okay. go to like right they they don't disinfect it they like i'm just saying isn't that like i know why it's... was telehealth not a thing before like really, like, like i use it... i know it's a thing but like people just didn't use it i know it, it's just it's just a thing about like uh introducing new technology to doctors is a bit like it's not the it's easiest thing hard. Because a lot of them aren't very tech savvy for some reason. Hmm. 
but like yes now with, with it being uh implemented like more uh i guess like you not now but in the future like doctors will have more time to spend with more severe cases and like also on the patient and the patients even if it's like a less severe thing they don't have to come all the way to the doctor to get a checkup right mm-hmm. and and we were even talking about this earlier just the thing with accessibility right mm-hmm. like uh how how telehealth can now uh, as long as you have an internet connection you can have that healthcare service provided even if you live in a remote area Hmm. Yeah, Canada's got a lot of those. Where exactly, Hatench? <laughs> Northern Ontario. Hey. Okay, for all of those who don't know, it's it's an inside joke because we spent pretty much a semester um, just working on like a project on like how to improve healthcare accessibility in Northern Ontario. So it's kind of an inside joke. It's a stupid inside joke, but that's that's why we were comedy talking about peak it. comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, now now you may move on. That is my rant for medicine done. You have my uh, I was just I was just gonna move on to um like the way I see it, like the bigger picture here is that there were the service industry and like the consumer industry. And the consumer industry, uh like at least in terms of technology, was much ahead in my opinion in comparison to the service industry. And this entire situation has given the service industry or like not given industry, forced the service industry to sort of catch up with um it like it sped them up a bit yeah exactly yeah like they would have Um, eventually gotten here but it just forced them to kind of expedite that process yeah for example like transportation or like car sales uh i know that's something you looked into Mm -hmm. so basically with the things like car sales and real estate these have all moved online so with car sales you actually bought your car like this right so yeah yeah i did yeah, so you would you would first instead of going to the dealership and dealing with the dealers there and spending hours there, you can just view your car online, uh, get the specifications you need, and then you can request a a test drive, and they would deliver the car to you with it sanitized, of course, and then you can test it out at your home, and then you can just sign the paperwork right there. So this has been people have been fairly receptive of this just because of the fact that one it's easy they don't have to spend their entire day at the dealership um to just the price transparency right because most of the time in dealerships you would kind of have to haggle the price a bit just to get the right deal online the price that you see most of the time is the price that you would be paying yeah I actually uh, forgot we got a new car <laughs> because the last one. Okay, for those who don't know, the reason I got a new car was because the last one got it. How would they okay, know? Okay, that's true. But I'm just who assuming our this? two friends are going to be watching this. So I'm assuming the people watching this know. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, my car got into a pretty gnarly accident uh, a few months back, and that's why. I need to get the car. I don't know why I'm sharing this. I don't think anyone really gives a shit. So, <laughs> moving on. No one on. cares, Atash. No one cares yeah. about you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm not even going to deny it. True. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. So, that, that's, that's been kind of improved. And they're, they're predicting that even after the, the virus is over, that this will stay. Because they've already spent time and effort into developing this. And this is just the ultimate future that kind of people have enjoyed as it's increased the ease of access. And then another thing that's changed, which kind of has impacted us, because we recently sold the house, we're selling a house and we're moving. Um, yeah, is no one cares, yes, no one cares. Bastard. 
That's very hurtful, Hitanch. I don't know why you're taking this tone with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you should no, be. No, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So with, with real estate, um, basically how it happens is they have a virtual tour of the house set up. So you would be able to view that virtual tour and only go and visit the house in person if you are actually interested in making an offer. So basically that just cuts out all the people that just wanted to see the house but weren't actually interested in it, which kind of speeds up the process a bit and saves a lot of time for people, right? Hmm, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never even considered that. Uh, oh, and then the other thing which everyone is sad about is gyms. Like it's the fact that gym. Hours. I think gym is the, like that service is the only service that hasn't kept up with uh, technology. But to be fair, I think it's impossible to sort of um, force. Like I, I don't know how you would transition like the gym service online. That doesn't even work. You, I guess personal trainers can like you lift give, the virtual weights. Yeah, they can they can give virtual moral support while you lift weights. But that Good being job, said, buddy. I think <laughs> that being said, I think my transition to like working out from home has been rocky at the beginning, but like kind of stable now. I've just like sort of adapted no, like, to the new norm. That's the thing I was telling. I've been telling a lot of people. Like, granted, they are the people that are like they really love lifting. Like, and so they would still probably go to a gym. But for the majority of people, like the virus has been around. Lockdown has been around for long enough where they've either decided that they don't really want to work out anymore or that they do want to work out and have somehow figured out a way to do it at home, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's like either you give up on the gains or... Or you just don't. to find... It. And yes, and like... And, and um, which means that ultimately, like after lockdown is over, that those people have already invested money and effort into developing their routine at home so most likely they won't want to go back to a gym and i think what a lot of people have quickly realized is the ease and like sure like going to the gym for sure is like for some people motivating and it's also um like obviously the equipment's better but that being said for a lot of like regular lifters um (laughs) like like me and you uh, Olympic lifters. <laughs> oh yeah, wait. I just realized they can't see us, so they don't really know. Oh uh, yeah, we're not. Dude, just that imagine big two, at all. two very small boys. <laughs> yeah, but we we do occasionally lift. But yeah, so for a lot of people, lifting like the regular lifters, they realized that like going to the gym was actually like a hassle. You know, like because they're clearly their their motivation already exists. So like, why go all the way to the gym when you can just do it, the same thing from home? Like not the same thing, but like more or less the same thing exactly and i I always think about it. it's weird because like you think about the gym and you're like okay this is things that's been around for a long time but like the real gym craze like of course gyms have been around for a while but the real like so the real gym craze has kind of it began not too long ago right like i'd say maybe like 10 or 15 years ago only yeah, like a sure. handful of people had a gym membership but then there was this one phase where like fitness became really popular and like every other person almost had a gym membership yeah i remember even like when we started uh university like the gym wasn't as packed as it was in the like in the last four years i think every preceding year has been more and more packed mm-hmm. and yeah it, yeah so it's, it's weird to see like 
there was that huge spike and now like i think after this it's going to transition from doing it at the gym to still being active and fit just at home so it, there's going to be a decline in the popularity of gyms i feel like mm-hmm. yeah um anyway that was our little gym spiel so oh yeah look look forward to those by the way i think i think in the future we will also be making i think like yasa and i are both very passionate about um working out and like being active and stuff so i i do see us doing like podcasts about like workouts or like workout routines or like how to stay fit during this time or something 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 to do with workouts i i think we would definitely definitely make a topic or video about that most likely yes um Mm -hmm. look forward to that or don't because we're small boys yeah working out for losers yeah (laughs) so uh what do you want we got two topics left in this section hitanch we got transportation Mm -hmm. And we got 5G. Okay, I don't think anyone wants to talk about transportation. That's, dude, the cars was boring enough. Let's go, let's go to 5G. That, that's hot. That, that's a. That's hot. 5G is that, that, hot that Will topic. Smith, Will Smith meme. Ooh, ah, that's hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> but so, so basically, 5G is the evolution of the 4G network, which is basically just a faster, lower latency. Uh, mobile network just meant for use with all devices and uh, so the I guess the real driving factor of 5G what people are kind of praising is just the fact that since it's a low latency since it has such a wider range it can be used on so many more devices and just really pushing towards a future where everything is kind of connected to a network Right, so this would improve things like automation in farms and factories, uh, in surveillance maybe, and they were even saying a thing how cars with self-driving capabilities or sensors could uh, communicate with each other. Just because if they sense something with their sensors, like a danger, like say a pothole or an accident, they could then inform other cars in the vicinity about the dangers so that they can prepare for them. The so like so 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 if if the car picks up that you're in the vicinity, then they can inform the other cars to come and hit you, right? Yes, you specifically. Yes, Yes. do it, please, enemy. Um, but no, the reason I was laughing was because uh, I think that the only reason I know about five G, honestly, is because of the memes associated with it. So I was just looking 5G at 5G caused the virus, Karen. <laughs> um, but yeah, c- can you demystify the the risks associated with 5G? Or if they're real, then tell um, me about them Because so, I have so no like, idea what the hell 5G is. So people people, people think that since we're, we're looking into a new frequency of um, people or the Karen's? mobile network, that there would be some risks associated uh, with our health things like that. Um, so I am not scientist, but uh, I'm fairly certain that those risks are very, fairly minimal. Mm-hmm. Because uh, for one thing, we're on the radio wave length, right? We're on the radio end of the frequency. DNA mutations only occur really Shut in up, the nerd. UV or the ultraviolet. Nerd. So I'm just saying... Also, I don't saying. think I don't think people would have suggested it if it was dangerous. Like 
to the point where it's like causing DNA mutations. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like I don't think anyone don't no one, to suggest it, that. It didn't. Yeah. It did not cause the virus. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. You tell that to the Karens of the world. You hear that, Karen? You're okay. Use five G, okay, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, that's our five G one. Um, oh, but then okay. So something I was really excited to talk about was like the unexpected changes that come with this. Like the ones we've talked about so far are like things that have currently happened or will happen or will be are kind of like you can you can see they're like it's pretty straightforward. But some unexpected ones that I want to talk about was um think about the fact that now everyone is actually paying attention to politics. And like this is like I can look at it from like an anecdotal perspective because in Canada, at least, um, our Prime Minister uh, Trudeau, he pretty much comes out, I think, every day uh, at, like, around 11 o'clock and, like, makes, like, a Canada-wide statement. And honestly, I think everyone I know listens to those or at least has, like, a TLDR version of what he said today or what he said this week. And I think that's more political involvement than I have ever seen. And yeah, I think I mean, it will transition into the turnouts, And they're usually, like what 60 percent yeah sometimes lower than lower than that um but yeah i don't really know the exact numbers but yeah they're pretty low so i'm hoping it will transition into um at least the next election for america i guess canada's just passed so um but yeah and then like another aspect of it like even anecdotally so like every time you go on youtube now there's this like entire like virus related news section and I've never had that before. So, like, the, the fact that, like, or just, like, a global political news section as well, which is also new. Um, but, yeah, yeah like, I, I feel like it's definitely, yeah. like, improved people's, uh, like, intake of the news. I, once the whole virus thing dies down a bit, I don't think, definitely not as many people would still be as invested, but I do think that more people would be invested than before. Yeah, yeah. So um, hopefully that'll lead to better election turnouts and just participation in political events. And yeah, and just like being aware. Honestly, I, I don't even think, I think the bottom line is just being aware of where aware and your countries. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, moving, moving on. Yeah, another thing that I, I guess this one's kind of a little bit more intuitive. Um but the fact that, okay, when we talk about, like, income gap or, like, income equality, we think of, like, the top 1% versus the bottom 99%. And that's what we usually talk about. Oh, like, look, the top 1% is so much richer, which they are, dude. Dude, Jeff Bezos. Oh, man. The amount of money this man has, insane. It's insane. Um, Especially with this thing. He's just raking in all the money from everyone ordering on Amazon. Oh, yeah. That's true. And so, but with this with like the virus i think a gap that does increase significantly a lot of sociologists have talked about this is the fact that the gap between the top fifth or top quarter and then the bottom quarter so we're talking about like the working class and like uh versus like the upper middle class and that gap will significantly increase um simply because of like the lack of jobs or the fact that the upper middle class tend to have jobs that can still be productive or are useful in kind in like times like these so that gap will increase um which mm-hmm. obviously has like different socioeconomic 
implications. It was just something interesting that I thought would be like cool to think about that like the inequality would actually be growing. But yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't care about you and your opinions, right? So oh, true. I don't think anyone does. Though, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um. So what is our next unexpected change, Hitanch? Ooh, like the shift to new media. Okay, I don't like a lot of we've we've seen a lot of this with like online concerts and like a lot of the concerts that got canceled became like online. Um, and then we've also seen this with like greater investment in like streaming services by a lot of famous like actors or whatever, and they're making an appearance on like for example Twitch, like Zed if you know him, um, or ASAP Rocky had a concert on like Fortnite or something recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know not, they had uh, Fortnite concerts before, like with Marshmallow. But it isn't. I think uh, half the way Bjornson, uh, Thor, you know, like uh, world's ex world yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, he's now streaming on Twitch. Oh yeah, so you know Ryan Higa. Let me let yeah. me give, let me give an example that people actually understand. <laughs> um, uh, no one knows world's strongest man, hey. but Ryan Higa is streaming on Twitch now. Mm-hmm. YouTube has, like, their streaming service has, like, blown up. So I know Facebook was, like, the new one on the block until a few months ago, but now YouTube is the new one on the block with, like, yeah, PewDiePie like, doing his streams and stuff, and they're going super popular. Yeah, they're really getting in those, uh, uh, really making in those contracts with different... Uh, uh, yeah, I know a lot creators, of people like... switched to YouTube completely, like Valkyrie. She's a, yeah, Valkyrie. She, yeah, she used to be a Twitch streamer, now she's a YouTube streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this guy's toast jumped on the Facebook train a few months ago. No one probably knows what we're talking about, but yes. <laughs> Dude, come on. Okay, well, if they don't know what we're talking about, don't watch. Not, I don't, don't watch like. Your... I don't want you as a fan. If you don't, it's okay. Know we don't I'm have anyone anyway. But yeah, so yeah, that's true. just overall, that's like, I, there was already going to be. It's already have been happening, like a shift from old media into new media. Uh, just like more online content, right? Just streaming services, YouTube and stuff like that. Just moving away from the traditional cable networks and things like that. But just again, with this virus situation, it really just expedited the process, right? Yeah. And another thing that I think uh, I think has been like foreshadowed, but like not a lot of people have accepted it as like a reality is the fact that we're not going to have that many movies next year or no, we really the, aren't. Yeah. Or the following year or shows, honestly, because like everything has been closed and yeah. like for all the weebs out there, you guys probably know more than anyone, like chapters, weekly chapters are for manga are down. Um, lots of seasons that were going to be announced in 2020 have been pushed to 2021, 2022. I am just being inclusive. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of Netflix shows have also been postponed. Yeah, like, which is which is crazy to think about. So we will definitely have to be more on like the Twitch side and the streaming services side. Which yeah, or just like the the small creator side. Hey, us. So we're small creators. Hey, Watch us. Exactly. Watch we are us. your peak entertainment. Peak. Nothing else. Just this. This is all you need. Yeah, just two dudes talking about honestly nothing interesting but hey we appreciate you if you're a fan and you're new and you're listening 
So yeah, so anyway. a big big shift in all of these different services, entertainment, technology, and things like that. So what are some overall takeaways from this, Hitanch, as we start to wrap oh, up? Oh, wow, a bit? What, a, what a smooth, seemingly subtle transition you just did there. Wow, I, I didn't realize you were telling me to change the topic. I'm yeah, telling um, you to shut up subtly. <laughs> Did you take um, my subliminal okay. messages there? Oh, dude, dude, so subliminal, so subtle. Uh, um, yeah, this, okay, this is something I read on, like, I think it was a BBC article, which really was, like, Wait, 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 super... wait, 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 you read this? Yeah. You were presenting... This? You were presenting this idea to me like you had come hey, up hey, with okay. it. Hey, hey, okay, I read, I read I thought idea. you were smart. I changed it. I changed it to make my own. It's like when, you're, you, when you're copying, <laughs> when you're copying homework from a friend, you're like, <laughs> here I was. change it up a little so she doesn't know. Here I was thinking that you actually like did something good with your life. Like you're improving, like, you know, oh, come up nah, with nah, original nah. ideas. Like even, even the logos you suggested to me, they were just a blatant copy of another podcast. I didn't know other podcasts had our name. I literally thought uh, we were the only ones with this name. I remember like, thinking of, of this name with you like two years ago. We, dude, we come up with it first. I just yeah, well, anyway, you piece of filth, give me your stolen idea. Okay, okay. It, it's kind of deep, okay? But this entire situation, like this entire virus situation, has sort of like changed our definition of change. Oh, that's <sighs> so <deep>. Bruh. <laughs> Isn't that deep, bro? I'm uh, 14 okay, and that's deep, man. Holy shit, bro. Um, no, but okay. what I mean is that, like, typically, when we when we think of change in society, or when we, when we think of change, it's, um, the scale of change is relative to the sort of operations that we're aware of. And what I mean by that is, like, it's based on our, in, like, institutions, our democratic or political beliefs, our values, and when we think of change, we think of a change in one of those aspects. So, like, if we're changing a law, we're changing... An aspect of our political beliefs or like our political agenda but this changes pretty much all aspects of our life so it's what we truly can call like a paradigm shift we're essentially changing our entire frame of reference does that make sense yeah so like basically while in normal scenarios you would see only one or two aspects change gradually in this scenario, it's like you just took all the sliders on all aspects and you just shoved all of them forward. Like everything is just changing dramatically all at once. Exactly. So, yeah, our definition of change and it's basically the fundamentals of how we interact with each other, with society or even ourselves changes because of the existence of this virus or like the way it's influenced us. And I think like we will we will come out of this entire situation just like a completely different society than what we were going into it, right? Yeah, we'll be like a white girl who goes backpacking across Europe and comes back and is a whole new person. Like so many Instagram posts about it, you know, just like yeah, yeah. I'll put a leaf in the description, you know. Yeah, we're we're pretty much Jasmine, and this is Aladdin saying it's a whole new world. And with that beautiful sentiment, I believe that is all the time <laughs> we have for today. So thank you for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. You can catch us if you're watching this on YouTube, probably on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
and Google Play Podcast. And if you're watching us, if you're listening to us on those services, you can catch us on our YouTube channel. Please uh, like and subscribe. You know, <laughs> Drop that a comment. Algorithm. Exactly. Let us know if there's anything you would like us to discuss. Honestly, I'll take the hate comments too. I'll I'll take the hate comments. Just comment, please. Personally, provide you with hate comments. They will all be from me. You do that already. Anyway, well now they're um, they're also follow us on the social medias. Um, Yes, when those are made, they will be made soon. They will be made. You should make them. I will link them in the description if they are made. Uh, But yes, with that being said, we will see you next week. I don't believe we've decided on a topic yet, but it will probably be around the realms of STEM. Mm-hmm. Join us next time when we go down the rabbit hole. See you then.